Hi, and welcome to the Turning 30 podcast, a place where we talk about what it's really like to turn 30. I'm your host, life coach Emma Wilson, and I'm here to help you feel better, get unstuck, and be more confident in your 30s. Now, most of you who are avid listeners will know that I say time and time again that my favorite podcast episodes are the ones where I get to interview my clients. So today's episode is an extra special episode because I'm interviewing not only one, but three of my clients all at the same time. I'm really, really looking forward to bringing this episode to you because it means the world to me that these three women are speaking up about this topic of what it's like to turn 30 and take control of your 30s. These women were part of the special group of 10 women who were in my very first Reclaim Your 30s program. The program that was launched back in November and we spent four whole months together and I taught them the concepts that I have used with my one-on-one clients over the past four years but we came together in a group format and it was the most supportive, inspiring and uplifting environment and I could not have asked for a better group of people to really dive into my first group program and the results as you'll hear in the episode really speak for themselves. And just so you know, I'm bringing this out today to celebrate the doors officially being open to the second round of my Reclaim group program. Now, while some of the clients in my past Reclaim program had been coached before one-on-one, mostly this was not the case. And for most of the girls, it was a completely brand new concept, the concept of being coached. And a group program was also something that not one of them had been in before but despite this despite not ever having experienced it before they all stepped up and decided enough is enough they all had their reasons which you'll hear about more in today's episode but they just decided that they were ready for something more they were ready to reclaim their 30s and that led them to me and to invest in themselves and to be in the group program Now, one amazing thing that I hope you take away from this episode is the sense of community that being in this group gives you. The group finished already back in March, but the girls are still in touch today, supporting each other and updating each other. We just celebrate each other all the time. Anyway, I don't want to give away too many spoilers as I really think that here it's most important that you're going to hear about their journeys and the reason they decided to join the group and their experiences from them directly. So let me introduce to you the wonderful and inspiring Nikki, Natalie and Anne. Hi girls and welcome to the podcast. Before we even get started, I just want to say such a big thank you to all of you, all three of you for coming on today to speak about your experience in the Reclaim group and your experiences trying to meet your goals and reclaim your 30s that you've been going through for the past four or five months that we've been working together. So it really does take a lot to be vulnerable and to come on here and share. And I really appreciate it. And I know all of the listeners will do too. So on that note, let's already dive in. And what we will do is we'll just go around and we'll do some introductions. Feel free to just give as much details as possible. What I'd love to hear is just a little bit of background about you, who you are, why you decided to do the Reclaim program, linked to you know where you are in your life right now, and also linked to how you feel about being in your 30s, because obviously the name of the pr- program is Reclaim Your 30s. So let's start off by hearing about Nikki. Hello, so I'm Nikki. I'm 35, soon to be 36. Um, And I've obviously been coaching with you, Emma, now for about 18 months. And I guess for me, turning 30 was a really big deal. I did the classic do my 30 before 30 list. And I had very clear things that I had wanted to achieve by the time I was 30. I always thought I'd be married with maybe a baby on the way. um, And I hit 30 and that wasn't the case. And then I got into a long term relationship and I was like, this is it. I'm going to achieve all those things I've always wanted. And that actually didn't work out for me. Um, And then I started coaching with you not long after. What for me, it was really around trying to take ownership of all those negative thoughts and feelings and the stigma that I had in my head around being 30 and not having children and not being married and just find a way to be 
um, at peace with it and live my life and enjoy my life rather than always having a negative association with it. So th- the idea of reclaiming my 30s felt really exciting and to try and shift some of those, like, I guess, societal norms and pressures and allow myself to just be authentically me. And that was kind of the biggest goal really for me from a coaching perspective. I love that. And we'll dive into this a little later on in the episode, but you have an interesting journey because you'd already done coaching with me and you'd been on this coaching journey already for just over a year when you decided to to do the group coaching. So I know that the listeners will be interested to hear you explain later the difference between one-on-one being in a group. But yeah, everything that you said is just so relevant. It's obviously in what I call in in my coaching, the the 30 manuals, right? Those societal expectations that we're supposed to meet by the time that we are turning 30. And obviously for you, the journey looked different. And what I love about your journey and your story is how much you've taken uh, back control and power over that. And you've been making some amazing life decisions, which hopefully you'll share with us that really have been reclaiming your 30s, such a good example of that. So yes, thank you so much for that, Nikki. And next, let's hear from Nat. I decided to do the Reclaim My 30s program um, to basically have a look at myself and understand where I could improve because I think that the future looks very like the past unless you change it. So I've been single for six years and been doing a lot of dating and had got kind of in a rut with it and I didn't really know what I wanted so through the turning 30 program and you know meeting the girls and Emma I've been able to narrow down what it is that I'm looking for and I yeah basically did it for dating purposes yeah so I love that and you know everyone listening the reclaim program is specifically for women who are single in their 30s and I did that on purpose you know it was it was a big decision to decide whether to open it up for everyone or whether to keep it more exclusive and the reason I decided in the end to keep it exclusive was because I feel that there is a lack of safe space for women who are at this age to actually just talk about not even just dating everything right the loneliness and the dating and the search to find a partner if that's what a goal what the goal is and also friendships and also what it feels like when you have to go to a wedding without a plus one or when your friend announces that she's having a baby and all of those things. So yes, I'm not for you. It was obviously a big drive that single. And I know we all share about this later. I'm sure of that it was a safe space for you to be able to come and talk about things with dating. Can you just give a little bit of background about who you are and you know, your age and everything? Yeah, so I'm 31 and I work in property and I feel like I've kind of got that career side all sort of sussed out um, and I'd, you know, achieved so much today in my life, but not my romantic life. Um, So that's exactly why, you know, I thought that Emma was great. And when I was following her on Instagram, I found that her posts were resonating with me. And when we spoke, just felt that you know it was going to be a good match for me and I was really excited about joining the program um and yeah amazing and did you or do you feel the pressure from society you know I can ask this to all of you but as we're just uh, in a conversation now on that do you feel that it's pressure from other people or pressure from yourself with the dating thing I think there's definitely external pressures but I feel like I definitely put pressure on myself and I think like Nikki was saying that you have these sort of expectations and it's kind of like a manual that where you think you're going to be and when you're not there it's kind of a bit soul destroying when you're going on all these dates and you're being ghosted left right and center and you're going out with people that you just know aren't compatible but you're doing what society says you should do and go on all these aimless dates and it's actually can be quite crushing at times so yeah I think that the the program that Emma created you know the safe space to be able to talk and also meet like-minded individuals that are going through the same thing as you is great because I can guarantee that nobody will have three or four friends 
well, there was eight of us that are all single and all dating and all going through the same thing. And whatever struggles that, you know, I have, I know that the other girls had the same ones. And it was interesting to see their perspectives on what, you know, they were going through um, because, I've probably already been through it or can relate as well. So it's interesting because I think if it's one-to-one, it's just basically about you, but you be, you can see other people and it's not as intense. So you can see what everybody else is up to. So it's like, a, I'd never done uh, coaching before. So it was a nice sort of taster uh, and I've really enjoyed it. So I've decided to continue my journey because I feel like, you know, we go to school, we go to uni, we get our degrees, we go and do our jobs and stuff like that. But no, we don't really do any work on ourselves. And I think in order to develop as a person, you've got to do personal development. And yeah, this is where I'm at, basically. And I think if I want to get in the relationship that I want to be in, I need to show up as the person that I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. It's very, very true. Thanks so much. And I, I just want to say, yes, exactly right about none of us I don't think at this age have probably more than a handful of friends who are experiencing the same thing and I'm not even just talking about the relationship status I'm talking about people who want to work on themselves and I think that it's really true that for me I have amazing amazing friends I mean maybe actually I'm not a good example because I have a lot of coach friends but I'm thinking back from when I was turning 30 I had a lot of friends but not many of them were openly in a coaching program and in therapy and talking about these topics so it feels really nice to just be surrounded by other people who are also interested in self-development and interested in not even just interested investing time investing money and energy each week into into doing it so yeah that's again such a huge uh, driver for me to create the group was I work with individuals from all over the world and the thing I love about the Reclaim group, and now Anne will, will introduce herself as well, is that the girls are from all over the world. So obviously, Nikki and Nat, you both are based in the UK. Anne's from Belgium. We had Gabby in Tel Aviv, Mariam in Lisbon, who am I missing out? A few other people in a few different places. And it was really amazing to understand that it's, it's universal. The need to reclaim your 30s is universal. So on that note, Anne, live from Belgium, please introduce yourself and also just a little background about you and, uh, and about the program. Thanks, Emma. So I'm Anne. I'm 31 years old. I had quite a few exciting years at the start of my 20s. I lived abroad. I traveled, fell in love a couple of times. Uh, but then I think mid-20s, I kind of fell into a rut. And then when I turned 30, it became even more clear that I was in a place that I didn't really felt like I belonged. So I didn't have any clear expectations of what life at 30 had to look like. But I did know that I had so many dreams and expectations and desires and they weren't coming through so I was kind of stuck in this freeze mode apparently I still live at home don't have a relationship at the moment kind of struggling to figure out what I want to do in life so then when I saw the program on Instagram I thought it was a perfect opportunity I've been following you for a while and I felt a very good connection because there's actually nobody else who speaks about what it's like to be 30 and single and trying to figure out life. And at first I was a bit hesitant because it's a group program. I'm quite introverted. And so I wasn't sure if it would be something for me, but I have to say that it's a beautiful space that you've created, very safe as well to be sharing things that you don't want to tell your friends who, who are married and who have the babies. And I really wanted to do it to start making small shifts, however small, but I, I knew that I had to start taking steps. And so, yeah, that's why I signed up for the program. Oh, I love that so much. And I, and I love the example of you saying, because I remember when we first spoke, when you were thinking of joining that, it was a, it was a consideration for you, that it was a group and we did discuss it. And, and I said, really, honestly, there are going to be people in the group who speak more and there are people who speak less. And that's okay that we're not going to have eight people who are going to all be speaking the same amount. And it doesn't mean that you are going to benefit from the program more or less. And I love how you really took that on. And then obviously in the program itself, you did, you know, it maybe took a little bit more time, but you did 
really open up and you were you were coached so so vulnerably and also some of the uh, models that we did on you for the listeners the models is the and the coaching method that we use to identify the you know thought um, feeling and behavior patterns the models that ended with some of the most powerful ones actually in the in the program and really lots of people myself included took things away from them so yeah I love that part of your journey that it was something you were like you know a little bit apprehensive about and then it and then it worked out for you so the next question is something that I know that some of you have touched upon already, but I just want to dive a little bit further in and get even more specific. So what I want to talk about is what were your goals of the program? So all of us have, we had the shared goal to come together as a group, to have a safe space, to reclaim our 30s. And I remember when I was doing the masterclass and the next round of reclaim will also be this, is that we all have the same goal to reclaim our 30s. And that means focusing on ourselves. It means stopping comparison with other people. You know, I call it in my, in the masterclass, the turning the volume upon you. And that includes, you know, starting journaling, getting some good routines and habits, really starting to focus on yourself, which you do anyway, because when you join the program, that's it. Automatically, you are turning up the volume on you. But each of you had different specific goals and this is also important to acknowledge that the Reclaim program, it isn't a dating course. It isn't a career course. It's not, you know, it's general. The course is about, you know, living your own path, being authentic, taking back control and reducing comparison. That's the main things. But I think it will be great if you can all share for you, you know, what changes in your life were you were you working on where you joined or maybe you're still currently working on them. And also if you can share the results that you got from during the program and maybe even after now as it's been a month since we finished that would be really great and we're gonna just go back around and start again with you Nikki. Yeah so I guess because I'd obviously been coached um, individually with you for a while um, I actually did a bit of an extension of some of those goals but for me a big thing I'd been working on was just being authentically me so just being Nikki it was a huge thing for me to kind of move away from feeling this external pressure, but also this huge fear of failure that I often put on my... So yeah, continuing to kind of just be myself was a really important goal. I also came in really wanting to find balance. A big thing that I'd struggled with in the last few years is where I'd felt the lack from not having a partner or not having children. I'd focused all my efforts into my career and I'd been really lucky and um, successful and I feel really proud of what I've achieved, but it had become the definition of me. I had become my job and there wasn't really room for anything else. So for me, there was a big focus this year and certainly in the last six months around. And that's something that I've really enjoyed working on quite actively. One of the things uh, for me was doing a move out of London where I'd been for the last 15 years and I bought my own house now um, back near family and it's been the best decision I ever made, but it took me a long time to make it. But actually with that came getting more balance in my life because I just felt like I had a space where I enjoyed being. I feel far less lonely here. I think probably proximity to family, but also having neighbours who I see regularly and things like that. And actually shifting that focus away from my job and focusing more on me and what makes me happy. And for me so far, that's kind of delivered some really good results. I've met some amazing new friendships. I feel happy. I feel less lonely. And I just feel like a bit more authentically me so that's been something I've really enjoyed and I think the other thing I had kind of going into the group and it was something I know you and I talked about lots Emma when you were even designing it was I wanted to feel that like part of a tribe and not so alone and actually for me so much of my life has been about comparison and feeling like I'm not good enough or failed or whatever it might be because I look at other people and actually having a group of women brilliant and who I got to know over the period of time and realizing they're all going through the same things as I was whether it's in dating or whether it's in your living setup or in your work and just feeling like oh other people are having the same things that I am was really helpful and even more so for me because I've worked with you and done the models to kind of knew how they all worked actually listening to someone present whatever it was they wanted to be coached on I could immediately kind of go oh I can see how that circumstance and that thought is then affecting the outcome and I could start to almost see how doing the coaching would help shift that thought pattern so I found that like really positive and a really good reinforcement of the work that I guess we'd done and it empowered me more to almost solve my own models rather than necessarily needing to kind of always just be like oh, I don't know what to do it really reinforced some of the skills I guess I'd learned with you along the way and I really loved that it was a really nice solidification of everything that we've done over the last 18 months and I absolutely loved 
firstly watching you because I think I've messaged you a few times being like Nikki you're going to become a life coach yet because you're basically giving better advice than me but also more than that it was all of you how you all ended up supporting each other and we obviously have our private community our Slack uh, channel where we used to communicate in between sessions and I've left that open since we finished and I've not been actively um, posting on it because the group's now finished but what I love is that whenever somebody posts something that's going on whether it's a dating thing or or something else all of you just step in and and start posting and sharing with each other and it's great because that's the beauty of a group coaching program that you don't just have one person's point of view you know I'm obviously a trained coach and I can give you the methods and the tools but sometimes you don't you know you want the methods but you also want guidance and advice and just a third or fourth or fifth point of view and it's been so amazing to watch you all do that and I know that you've been really using each other especially when it comes to the dating stuff I think it's been really helpful to to just have that you know the sharing and the and the guidance from others and also about what you said Nikki you know I feel like this is like a whole separate podcast episode or maybe we'll do a live about leaving the city big thing right reclaiming your 30s I think so many of us, and myself included here, I talk on behalf of, of myself as well. When we live in a city, we think we can't leave the city because if we do, then it would mean that we won't have as many friends because our friends are close by, or maybe the dating prospects will be less. Maybe we're going to feel more lonely if we live in the suburbs. And a lot of us are almost waiting in a way to make those steps because we're waiting for a partner. You know, we're waiting for somebody to come. And then when we meet that person, we'll leave. And I know this is something that we spoke a lot about in our one-on-one coaching. And isn't your example such an example of reclaiming your 30s? It's exactly what my program stands for. It's to not wait around anymore. You know, a lot of us, I'm sure people listening will resonate. When you're in your 30s and you want to do things, for example, maybe travel, maybe even go out for dinner to a certain restaurant, move to a different location, move city, move country, whatever it is that you want to do, we can sometimes get into that almost victim-y mindset of, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. And sometimes waiting is good. I'm not saying that every single person needs to get up and do the thing, but I think it just does get to the point where a decision gets needs to be made, an empowered decision. And I love how much you, you know, during the, it was during the group, wasn't it, that you moved, you know, outside of the city and how look at the results that you've created from it. And even like you said, it's been such an amazing decision. And I think it's something just to be so proud of. Yeah. And I think one, one like very apt timed thing here is I know you've just launched your friendship course. I've literally just got back from a weekend at Soho Farmhouse with a girl called Laura, who I met locally in St. Albans. So we've been friends for what, four months now. And like, I was always scared of like, if I left London, I wouldn't have any friends. And actually, I just really put myself out there when I got here. And I've now met someone who I consider to be a really, really good friend. So it's been amazing and really like reinforcing that, like, sometimes you just have to make the move for yourself, because then you put yourself in a much better headspace to then be open to so many new opportunities. So it's really exciting. And it just also goes to show the mindset about it. Like you just had thoughts about leaving the city. You had thoughts about it being harder to make friends, for example. And you really worked on that mindset. And then when you got there, like you said, you'd switched it and you were like, okay, I'm going to make more of an effort. And that comes from changing the thoughts of, I want to meet new, you know, meet new friends. I want to build my life here. I'm ready to do all of these things. So yeah, such a, such a great example and such an amazing result that, that you got from a goal that I know you've been working on for a while so really amazing and and well done Nat tell us I know you already mentioned a little bit about you know you you had this goal about dating and that was a thing for you but I would love just to hear a little bit more details of you know the the specific things that you were working on during the program yeah I really wanted to start being um confident with how I was feeling and not being so reliant on other people to make decisions um so that was a big one for me and I found the models were really great because when you go through them you know you find the answer yourself out and yeah making decisions and then feeling confident with the decision that I'd made and I yeah I just felt that I was sort of stuck in a rut and I thought I thought that the only I've read you know quite a lot of quotes on online and everything and they say you know if you've got any issues externally you need to look internally so yeah I found that you know that they were kind of my 
main objectives and just to have a real insight into myself and what my belief system is and why I'm self-sabotaging my own self. I found that the program is a safe place because you can say what you are thinking and nobody thinks you're mad for it. And, you know, the models and also talking about it with the other girls and, you know, what you what you are thinking, everyone else probably thinks the same kind of things as well. But your thoughts aren't always the truth. And I think that's the one thing that I have in the past. I think I get in my own head a lot and believe my own shit. And sometimes, you know, you, you've basically just got to take control and think well actually I'm not going to think that today because that's not true and you decide exactly what it is that you want to believe so I think that that has made a huge shift in my mindset because you know when I'm thinking negative thoughts I'm getting better at getting rid of those and not having you know like I don't want to have a sad Sunday I want to have a sunny Sunday so yeah not getting into this victim mode when people sort of tell you about their milestones I don't feel it's as triggering anymore because we've kind of talked about it so much that kind of we're and you know that other people feel it that you kind of kind of a bit over it now um (laughs) and so I feel like we've over the last four months talked about that so much that when people do tell me that they're having a baby I'm like oh that's great because you know you mentioned in one of our first masterclasses about the the pie theory and that you know that there's loads of slices of the pie and just because one of your friends has got everything that you want you shouldn't think oh I can't have it because it's unlimited you can have everything that they've got and I think that was a huge thing for me and a huge realization that you know we're here once it's our life and you have unlimited chances and choices and it's up to you to to go and conquer those but if you don't look at yourself and get a bit of a grip then you'll just keep living exactly how you've been living and the future looks very like the past unless you change it yeah wow I love all of those things that you just said and I'm interested to ask you you know because it was your first time learning these concepts in a more official way you said you you've been into this self-development world for a while and you'd you'd read a lot and you knew all the theories but what was there a difference for you of reading all the thing in your own and then actually doing a program? And what was that difference? Yeah, to be honest, I had never really read all, all kind of theories like, you know, where what you were teaching us. I'd, I'd read kind of dating things like how to get the guy and why men love bitches and, you know, things like that. But I've never done, you know, actual theory with. Like it was very sort of psychology based at the beginning. and you know, I never really understood that really we are a computer. And like you said to us, you know, it's up to us, you know, every so often we do need a reprogramming. And I feel like this program really does sort of let you sit with your thoughts about what program it is that you want to have in your head. Cause you can have, you can think anything that you would like to think. And yeah, I found it really interesting. And I, I particularly enjoyed that aspect of the course because I'm a very I I like results I'm a very results driven person and I like a conclusion and so I found that that was good because you can write it all down and then you know you can get a conclusion at the end and I found that was great and you know the way that you teach it is that we should you know when we do get a circumstance appear in our life that we should be doing the models eventually in our head without having to write them down. And then, you know, you can action whatever it is without, you know, so it's it's being able to think logically rather than emotionally, uh, which I've definitely always acted on my emotions. And I don't think that is great, to be honest. I think it's much better to act logically. So yeah, and create a bit of space in between in between what it is that you are responding to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's very, very true. And I think that as well, that difference between, you know, the emotion and logic is, I think it, I think people who come into the world of life coaching, and I'm I'm saying this because I'm also aware of it from this, the article that was written about me and the stylist, that people genuinely are apprehensive 
when they hear mindset coaching or life coaching because they think it's going to be you know, crystals and I don't know, very woo-woo, very mumbo-jumbo. And, you know, I'm not against any of that. I, I also do like those things, but my coaching in particular is what you just described, Nat. It's very, it's very methodical, it's rational, it's logical, it's very, it's scientific, it's scientific backed. And when you do the program, like you said, you learn the psychology behind what I'm teaching. This isn't information that's been plucked out of the air. It's genuine um it's, it's science-backed theories that have been you know, really proven and, and tested. So yeah, it's important, I think, that to even say that here for people listening who have doubts about the life coaching industry is that, you know, not all the coaches, but my specific you know, type of coaching that I do is very uh, rational. And while we do obviously work with emotions and try to understand emotion, we are very much, it's very cerebral, right? It's very focused on, on the mind and, and changing thoughts. So yes, thank you for that. Um, and Anne, uh, what were your goals of the program and some of the results that you saw uh, via the coaching? Um, I set myself feeling-based goals for the course. Uh, so the first one was to invest more time in myself, both physically and mentally. Before the pandemic hit, I spent a lot of time commuting back and forth from work. So I didn't really have a lot of time for myself. And then when COVID-19 happened and with all the lockdowns, I still wasn't really sure what to do with all of my time. Um, but then through the program and the exercise with the values and creating your own routine, it really helped me to reflect on, okay, what gives me energy? What do I want to spend my time on? And then I think I've kind of gone all the way these past few months. Um, I've done a lot of courses, read a lot of books, spend a lot of time in nature, which is also something before I, I would have always said I, I enjoy the city, but now it's more like, yeah, like my time in nature. Um, so I think that goal, I'm, I'm pretty well on track, I would say. And then the second one was to be more confident because I struggle a lot with limiting beliefs. And that's still something yeah, that's work in progress. Related to the first goal, I have started freelancing on the side, which was something that I had dreamed of for a very, very long time. And it really gave me the push that I needed to uh, try and start doing it. And now I'm, I'm struggling with these limiting beliefs while I'm doing the side hustle. And it also helps me to kind of distance myself from those thoughts because the model helps to see, okay, they're not necessarily true. This is not serving me. What else can I, can I think? Yeah, so I, I think that especially in those domains, it, it has really helped me. And also, um, I really loved solo traveling before the pandemic. Then I got really cautious when it happened. But when I turned 30, I really wanted to hike to Santiago de Compostela for 30 days because I thought that would be a nice symbolic ring to it. And now I've booked it for the next month. So I think that's also something that the course really helped me to yeah, achieve is to just gather up the courage, not wait anymore and just do it. I'm so happy you brought that up because I was just about to say when uh, Anne and I ha had our final check-in, you told me that you just booked this trip for 30 days um, doing this amazing hike. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. As part of the Reclaim program, I set you all a solo, it was first a solo date challenge and then a solo travel challenge. And obviously with some different COVID restrictions and everything, not everybody was actually able to travel during that time and it's completely optional. However, I think all three of you have traveled during it. So I know, Anne, you're going to Santiago, right? And then uh, Nat, you went to Barbados and had an amazing time. And also Nikki, I, I feel like you didn't, you did a retreat and you also did um and you also did a Soho farmhouse alone I spent a lot of time there apparently <laughs> yes I did two, two solo trips which for me was quite a big deal to like the easy thing would have been to go with people but actually I intentionally went solo and I loved every minute of it and I think it's something that's really hard when you've not done before to to go on a trip and even if it's somewhere familiar like you've obviously been there before and you know it doesn't really matter what the circumstance what the um place is like it's just the act of going alone so I feel I mean I'm so happy and and inspired by all three of you I know not that you went to um Barbados on a trip and I know that other people were there but it was a big deal right for you to actually fly alone without without a plus one and, and go and do it yeah, it was such a big deal. I was I was bridesmaid for one of my best friends and it was going halfway across the world to a country I've never been to before. 
all by myself and attending without the plus one. And I would say I had the best week of my entire life. It was absolutely fantastic. I had the best time and I have actually continued with my solo pursuits and I've just booked last week to go on a fitness retreat to Crete next month. So I'm going for five days on my own on this hit class I think it's like hit yoga hiking yeah it's for five days in this stunning place in the hills in Crete and I've never been to Greece before with 16 other people and I just thought well if I can go to Barbados and do that then I can do this so yeah I think having the confidence to continue my life and not wait around for all my friends who you know, they've got other priorities now, you know, people have got husbands and children, but it doesn't mean that my life's got to stop and my adventures. And yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And I think Emma setting us these solo challenges. I also had COVID during the course and had, I was in the 10 day side of COVID where you had to isolate 10 days. So I spent 10 days alone in the house. So I feel like I've really I feel like I really ticked that one off the list. So yeah, I would say that that is something that I'm now okay with is being alone. Yeah, I love it. And it's something from me and my personal journey over the past even two years since I've uh, been single. It's been such a big thing learning how to uh, solo date. So really just to be confident enough to not have to always rely on other people and then to start doing that and to eventually take it to solo travel. And I think it's, it's, it's amazing. And I invite everyone, if you can do it, you know, there was lots of things that we don't, we aren't doing as single women in our thirties. And exactly like you've all said, we're not, you know, we're not having children. We're not settled down at home. We're not doing all those things, but why not go and do the things that we can do and really you know, turn it on its head. And I can't explain how many of my friends who in a very different stage of life to me, look at me and I'm sure we'll look at all of you and say, wow, that's amazing. And I think we're all too focused sometimes on the comparison from our side to, you know, to them and not the other way around. Because I know a lot of people look at, you know, these trips that we're all doing and and want to do them as well. And I want to do all three of your trips, actually, and maybe not the hike. It sounds very hardcore for me. (laughs) Amazing. So Nikki, again, I'm going to ask you this question if you want to talk about it in more general terms of coaching with me, because I know that you came into the program maybe on a different footing to everyone else because most of the things that I taught you already know or knew before but I would just love to hear you know the main coaching tools that have helped you and any breakthroughs that you had during working together whether it's the program or or just in general yeah I mean I think for me the models like have been a total game changer I can so easily get lost in a very negative thought pattern in my head and spiral into crazy places and just and that kind of victim syndrome like has definitely played out a lot for me on the flip side I'm also very very good at like doing the actions and like doing stuff to try and make myself feel better but the mindset stuff has always been a blocker for me and I think for me through coaching that's had the biggest transformational impact on my mindset shift making me actually sit with some of the thoughts and the feelings that I have rather than just trying to do an action and go out and keep busy and distract myself like for me sitting home alone or doing a solo challenge is really intense and really hard because it forces me to sit with those thoughts and feelings and then having the models to allow myself to actually like write it down I have to write it down physically and I know whenever we work together one-on-one I love the whiteboard because what so often happens to me when we've done a model is I'll I'll talk through the circumstance and I'll I'll give the thought that's coming out from it and I suddenly will say something to you and I'm like but that's not true and I'll when I see it physically on a piece of paper I'm like god that thought is not true but I've let it become my truth and therefore my kind of actions and the um, result from it have really like been based on that that thought that I had so for me using the the models has just allowed me to like see things differently and kind of pause some of those thoughts and just stop myself in my tracks and say actually is what you're thinking true what are the feelings behind it you know what are the actions that are coming from it and how is that then um, affecting the result so I found those super super useful and alongside a bit of journaling I I'm not someone who journals daily I really struggle with that but what I have found is 
when I find myself getting into a negative thought pattern or getting overwhelmed by something, I find it super helpful to just stop, do a model, write it down, whether it's a thought download or doing a, a full on model with it. It's just made me kind of stop and think about things a little bit more and step back to that goal that I said about earlier, like just being authentically me and not trying to be something that I think I should be or that I think others think I should be and to just kind of pause and and take a moment so I think yeah for me the models have been a massive game changer and something that is now a tool that I'll always have so coaching isn't something that kind of just stops when I stopped having a session with you it's something that I can then carry on um, always so that's been the biggest success for me. I love it because that is really what I try to do is with coaching with all my one-on-one clients and now my reclaim uh, groups is I'm teaching you how to coach yourselves because I think there's only so much value in being coached and you can have breakthroughs if you get asked great questions and you, know, you can have these open the just talk talking and conversations but that's not my intention that when we finish the program or when we finish the coaching container that you'll just go away and then you'll need another coaching container or you'll need to carry on you know obviously a lot of you do choose to carry on and be coached more because there's so much benefit in it but I think that the thing that really makes my programs valuable is that I'm really giving you tools that you'll just you have it now and you'll you'll never not use it I really believe that even if in the future you may not all the time sit with your pen and paper and write the model you will use it. And I've been using it for nearly six years now. Nikki, you're coming on to two years that like you're using it. And it doesn't get boring, does it? Like it just, you still do it. It still helps you. And you think in a way, oh, eventually I'll be able to just, you know, get through this and you know what you can and it's quicker and all of the things. But six years going now and I still love the coaching tools that I teach in the program and, and I really, really stand firm by them. Nat, I wanted to ask you, because I know that for you, journaling was a big thing in the in the program it was something that you really found useful so can you share a little bit about journaling yeah I found journaling really fantastic to be honest I've always been the type of person that likes writing things down I like writing in general and I've never tried journaling before and I was quite strict with it and sort of made sure that I did it at least four times a week and I would write whatever it was that I was feeling at the time I would do models I would do spider diagrams I was dating one particular guy the entire way through the course so it was very interesting to sort of reflect back on you know each date and how I was feeling and check in with myself and you can kind of spot any red flags because you've written it down um, and you know you it validates your thought basically and yeah I found it's been a really great way to sort of get to know myself and my values and and what it is that is triggering me and I would highlight it and then we discuss it together as a group. So yeah, I found it really, really cathartic. And it's definitely something that I will continue with. And I think that it's, I mean, some people don't read them back, uh, but I personally like to read them back. It's a bit weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and also I remember I did a journal um, uh, and extract on the plane to Barbados. And I started the journal saying, you know, I'm so nervous about this week ahead. You know, I'm really dreading the wedding and being alone and all this. Fast forward a week later, I wrote in the journal, I've literally just had the best week of my life. And it was just so crazy to reflect just seven days later how different your thought process can be and and what different space I was in just within seven days, but it was like there, black and white, that I, I had written those things and how I was feeling differently. So yeah, that's, I think it just makes you accountable. 100%. And I think also what you're picking up on is something that I also teach and it's really interesting is that you shouldn't just journal when you're in a good mood and you shouldn't just journal when you're in a bad mood. If you do that, especially with the bad mood, when you journal, when you're feeling negative emotion and sad and only then, then you associate journaling and the releasing of that emotion and those thoughts with feeling sad. So you never really want to do it. And the trick for journaling is to do it all the time. Not, you know, again, four times a week is a lot. It's to do it regardless of how you're feeling because you get into the habit. And then you are able to coach yourself, which is basically what journaling becomes because you're just writing down these, this flow of thoughts from your head. And then you can see, oh, okay, 
And then just like you said, it you're looking at your thoughts and giving them also like a third person. It's like you are not your thoughts because you're you're writing them down and you can read them and see. Uh, and it just creates a whole new, you know, mindset and a whole new identity for your thoughts. So I really love that. And I feel like, you know, journaling, you don't have to do it every day to be able to succeed and, and be coached and, and self-coach, but it's just the method of separating yourself from your thoughts. Some people do it on voice notes. Some people do it journaling. Some people just consciously think, you know, just spend time alone thinking. It doesn't really matter how, but just doing that can have the biggest change. So that was so great that that happened for you, Nat. Um, and moving on to Anne, what were your main tools? Is there anything else that, you know, obviously we've talked about journaling and, and I know the model was very useful for you. Was there anything else or any maybe breakthrough moments that you had during the program? Yeah, the concept of uh, emotional childhood versus adulthood, that really, yeah, gave me back so much power to realize that in so many situations, instead of only looking at other people, only blaming others, what is it that I can do? What it is? What is it that I'm responsible for? So that one definitely helped me. And I would also say the choose to believe concept, which I'm applying now daily, especially with the freelance copywriting as well. I, I've come to understand that I cannot always yeah, control my final destination, but then it's up to me to shape the journey and to enjoy it while I'm on it. So now I really, yeah, I choose to believe that I'm going to be a successful copywriter. I choose to believe that I'm going to be a mom one day. And I choose to believe that I will meet a man who will love and support me unconditionally. So it's given me so much peace, I think, to to realize that, yeah, I can choose to believe something. I love that. I literally have goosebumps because this is the work that we do in the in the program. It's really creating the future version of you that you want to be. And there's a whole masterclass on future you, which is also really fun. It's when we basically draw future versions of ourselves and we learn how to manifest that person. And exactly like you said, Anne, this concept of choosing to believe, because we all have a choice whether to think that yeah, it might, it might work out, but it might not and probably won't. And we've been handed the short straw or whether to be like, no, this is the life that I deserve and I'm going to show up and create it because I know that it's going to happen. And that energy, the shift that happens when you're in that energy is really, really crazy. And I think that it's not something that happens overnight, but being in a program for a few months and working on it consciously can just make such, such a huge difference. So yeah, those two concepts are also two of my favorites, the future you and the choosing to believe, which come together and the, the emotional adulthood, huge one. A lot of people who feel the need to reclaim their 30s are because they're not in emotional adulthood because they're blaming other people. And that's when we're in comparison mode and we're in victim mode. And, and you're a really good example of that. And I know it's something that you've been really integrating into your, your life now. So thank you for sharing that. Towards the end, you've all been amazing sharing your journey and reflecting on the program, but I just wanted to do another round and ask, you know, do you have any final reflections or anything you want to say, bearing in mind that there's some people listening who are potentially thinking of joining the program and maybe have some doubts or, you know, some considerations, maybe they're nervous about being in a group or investing the money, you know, it's not, it is an investment, it's not something, you know, just you just do um, without a lot of thought behind it. So I'd just love to hear from each of you, I guess, what your answer to anybody who was considering it and wasn't sure would be. I mean, my answer immediately would be do it without doubt. Coaching has been the single best thing I've ever done. And investing in yourself is so empowering. I think that's probably one of the buzzwords that I've taken away from coaching. Like I feel so empowered by it. So I would highly, highly recommend it. And I think in terms of group coaching specifically, it might feel daunting to kind of be sharing things openly in a group, but as we've all touched on, like it felt and it still does feel like a really safe space. And you you're essentially going through a journey with other like-minded people because they've chosen to invest in themselves. And in this instance we're all going through similar things. It's super powerful to have a tribe of like-minded women who you just feel like you belong somewhere and for me coaching like epitomizes that all the time it just really helps to reinforce that you're not alone and it avoids that whole comparison theory so yeah I would say it's the best thing I've ever done and would highly highly recommend it to anyone else and I guess the only other thing I would say is in terms of like people feeling like nervous about perhaps sharing stuff and this was I guess me more on a one-on-one the way I always describe Emma is like my mirror 
And that is so powerful because you're actually, and now I think you said it earlier as well, you're learning how to solve things on your own, but you're doing it through the tool of having someone there, someone neutral, someone who often doesn't know you. Like I didn't know any of the girls in the group before I signed up. And that's the most powerful thing because you're you're saying stuff, you're hearing it back or someone's reflecting it back to you. And then you go, oh, wait, hold on. That's not true. This is actually the truth. And that's a really powerful tool that coaching and group coaching teaches you. I think a lot of people don't know that about coaching. And it's really important that you've said it. And one of you, one of you also mentioned it before is that I'm not here to give you advice. Okay. You know, I can give you advice if you want. I'm also a woman in my thirties who's single, who's going through a lot of similar things to all of you, but I'm not here for that. I'm not a business consultant or a dating consultant or something. I'm just a person who is reflecting back to you, your own thoughts, your own beliefs, and also just showing you a third way. That's what I love when people describe coaching, like just another option. You know, you can think this way and often our minds are very black and white, you know, either this or this, and there's nothing in between. And that's what coaching does. It gives you that other option, that reflection back of understanding the awareness, the observation, and then, you know, some guidance and handholding of how to get to where you want to go. So yes, thank you so much, Nikki. And, you know, obviously you're somebody who, you know, has been investing in coaching for a long time now. And I feel like the group, you know, we said this at the start, it was testament to how you've invested in yourself, the amazing results that you you've created and the way you show up. So yeah, it's just an amazing result that you've, you've created in a very empowering way. And Nat, what would you say? Any final reflections? Um, yeah, I would say that, you know, just the actual part of investing in the money in, in yourself makes you really take it seriously because, you know, the minute that you put that money in Emma's bank, you know, you're, you're saying, I'm going to take a look at myself here. Um, and it really made me be accountable to the whole course and show up and really try to, you know, get to know myself a bit more. And like I said before, you know, everything starts internally. So for anything to change externally, if there is something wrong inside or some belief that you're thinking, you know, you really have to unravel that to be able to move forward and, you know, and away from the block. Uh, I feel like that is, you know, definitely something that I'm working towards and I've continued the journey with Emma. Um, I've just signed up for some one-to-ones, which I'm really excited about because I feel like we're just at the start of this journey and, you know, what better way to just make yourself a better person and also live in your own head, happy. You know, your thoughts are all validated, you feel good. You know, you go on all these holidays and buy clothes and shoes and go for massages, but it's like a massage of the brain, you know. I think if, especially if you've got a busy business or, or, or social life or whatever, you don't really get that much time to think about yourself. So, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I love that about, you know, we, we spend money so easily on on products and and things that are amazing. I I love shopping. I love clothes. I love traveling. I love all of the things. I'm such an advocate for, you know, living your life, but I also make sure that my primary spend most of the time is going to contribute to my mental health. And I think that there aren't enough people talking about that. And you, you called it a massage to your brain that I love that. And I also think it's like having a gym. It's like going to a gym for your mind. And people would just invest in a personal trainer or invest in the gym every month and wouldn't even think to invest in, in a coach. So that's a huge thing that I'm really, you know, my, my mission is strong helping to promote life coaching in general, whether it's, you know, one-on-one or the Reclaim group or a course, anything really that you can just make sure to have that sacred time with yourself. Because as they say, and as you were saying that, the only way out is in and you have to go back into your head. And yeah, just really important message there. So thank you. And finally, Anne, do you have any uh, reflections? I know you already mentioned before about being a little bit nervous about the group and really that, you know, coming through for you and, you know, facing that fear head on really and actually, you know, doing the group program even when you're apprehensive. Anything else to share? Um, yes, yeah, super happy that I took the plunge. Um, it has really given me the courage to take steps that I was too afraid to take for a very, very long time. And I think it's really what you put in is also what you put out. It's something that you said in the beginning, but it's really proven to be true as well. Um, 
I love that it's such a safe environment. I mean, I'm super happy for all of my friends who have babies and boyfriends, but then every once in a while, it's also nice to be able to say it sucks. And it was nice that, that I could do it here, or that we could all do it here. So um, it's a nice safe space with like-minded people that I got so much out of. And like you said before, um, not the biggest talker in the group, but it's also been so inspiring for me to listen to everyone else's stories and to draw inspiration from yeah the models that uh, they came up with. So yeah, definitely worthwhile. Yeah. And I'm happy actually you brought that up and we're finishing on that point because a lot of people are apprehensive for a group program because they are a bit like, well, why would I invest in the group? when I can just be, you know, do it myself. And the truth is, is that, you know, there are benefits of one-to-one coaching. I'm not going to say that it's exactly the same. And there are certain people who really would benefit from one-on-one. But I think that my target audience who are, for reclaim, you know, single women in their 30s who want to make a big life change, seeing other people, like we spoke about a lot today, the loneliness thing is a huge, huge aspect having that safe environment, having that safe space, but also learning from other people's scenarios. We didn't really talk about that. It happened quite a lot. And I'd really did endeavor in all of the group sessions to make it linked. You know, when I was coaching somebody, I used to, I'm very like aware of picking up the theory that we're talking about and really making it applicable for everybody. But I think it happened with me as well that I even coached some of you on something. And then I'm like, ah, have like a light bulb moment for myself where I'm coaching on something and I'm like, yes, actually, I didn't even realize that that's something that I need to know. So I'm really happy that you picked up on that, Anne, because I think it's something that in group coaching is a huge benefit that you get to hear other people and then hear them being coached and then you learn something about yourself from it. Anyway, we're going to finish and I just honestly, I couldn't think of a better group of people to be in my reclaim group so 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 grateful for all of you thank you so much for coming and thank you so much for sharing i really hope that the listeners you know got the insight that they wanted about the program uh, about what it means to reclaim your 30s and just to be inspired by some of your stories which are really you know amazing and and motivating so thank you so much all three of you and i'll see everyone on the podcast next week wow i really hope that you enjoyed that episode and you enjoyed really hearing honest and insider perspective of what it's like to be coached and to join a program and for those of you who resonate with the girls and what they were talking about who really feel that you want to make some changes you're in your 30s you're ready for something more you're ready to shift and really take control of your 30s I want to invite you personally to be part of our Reclaim program. It is a four-month immersive group program with a group of women who are ready to start making changes in their lives. Each month of the program will focus on a different part of my four-step Reclaim process. Reflect, reframe, renew and rebuild. Each month opens with a masterclass run by me, which is going to be an interactive workshop full of coaching tools and methods. And then the second week, we'll have a live group coaching session where each person can come and be coached on whatever topic that they want. The third week of the month, I've invited a guest speaker in relation to the specific topic that we're doing of each month. And they're going to run a special live workshop for you. And then the fourth week is going to be an integration week where you get the opportunity to take everything you've learned from the first three weeks of the month and integrate it. The guests that I have selected are just going to bring so much to this program. We're going to be having sessions on human design, how to reprogram your subconscious beliefs, breath work, and I've also invited my good friend, Caitlin, who's known as the compatibility coach, to give a session on how to shift your dating mindset. In addition to all of this, you also get access to my next chapter program, which has a 100-page workbook and pre-recorded videos and all of the Turning 30 coaching concepts. And we'll also have, and I genuinely think this is the best part of my group programs, a live Slack channel that's going to run for the entirety of the four months and beyond. And this is really a chance to communicate directly with me, but most importantly, with each other. So the doors are now officially open. I invite you to really step up and decide that now is the time that you want to make a change. 
your life can look completely different in only four months time. I know that might sound like a bit of a big overwhelming promise but every single woman I have worked with who has invested in herself whether it's been in my one-on-one programs or my group courses have come out the other side with so many amazing results and I'm not just talking about external results I'm talking about just feeling better feeling more in control feeling clarity and feeling like they can enjoy their life that they want to live doors are currently open and the special early bird price ends this Friday and we're getting started on June the 12th the link for more details is in the podcast notes and you can also check out my Instagram page if you want to really have a little bit more of an exploration to see if it's for you and of course if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me there I really can't wait to see you in the program and in the meantime I'll see you all on the podcast next week